The Paul Leslie Hour, helping people tell their stories. And now, your host, Paul Leslie. It's the Paul Leslie Hour coming at you. I have for you an interview with Gary Hahn. He is the Senior Marketing, Communication, and Branding Executive at the National Comedy Center. We recorded this interview a while back. You can check them out online at comedycenter.org. They are located in Jamestown, New York. They are currently open. They have a new Laugh Safe health and safety program to keep the visitors and staff safe. Keep the Paul Leslie Hour going. You can go to thepaulleslie.com. Click at the top where it says support the show. You can contribute any amount via PayPal. Let's get into the show. Hey, it's me. What the world needs now is comedy. And that's true if you hear this in 2020 or 2030. Our guest, Gary Hahn, may agree. He's the marketing director of the National Comedy Center. USA Today called it the best new museum in the country. Time magazine went so far as to proclaim it one of the world's 100 great places. The museum is based in Jamestown, New York which is the hometown of Lucille Ball. And, as a matter of fact, it's our country's official cultural institution dedicated to preserving and celebrating the vital story of comedy in America. And if you don't believe me, there is a bill that says so. (laughs) So, Gary Hahn, how are you, sir? I'm good. Thank you so much, Paul. Thank you for that introduction about the Comedy Center. It's a great pleasure to have you. So, why a comedy museum? Well, we believe that uh, comedy is an art form like all other cultural arts that deserves a proper home where we can celebrate and showcase, in this case, comedy's greatest voices and greatest works. So we're very proud to have this in the hometown of Lucille Ball, Jamestown, New York. There really has never been a place that celebrates comedy and allows visitors to look behind the curtain into the craft itself and how how comedy is is created and the fact that this is a real it's is a real art form so we're we're very proud uh, that visitors love it and the media loves this place it's really one of the most interactive the most technologically savvy museums in the country right now so we love having people come visit what would you say is the coolest thing at the museum there are so many but we have a lot of really fun, interactive exhibits. We have something called a comedy continuum, which is a huge video display wall where it's a touchscreen where you can, you know, the the museum as you, as you scan in will present one comedy artist that it believes that you like, and then you keep on touching the wall and it shows the connections, the influences and connections between comedy artists. So it's a little bit like six degrees of separation or six degrees of Kevin Bacon, where you can keep on going down the wall as it shows why Carl Reiner is connected to Dick Van Dyke, Dick Van Dyke connected to Mary Tyler Moore, Mary Tyler Moore connected to Ed Asner and so on and so forth. And it's kind of, it's a lot of fun. People spend a lot of time there, but Paul, probably the, one of the biggest things that we do is as you walk in, we ask you to create your humor profile. So you uh, you come in and you 
you are first in the lobby, there's a touch screen where you tell us the types of comedians and TV comedies, movie comedies, internet comedy that you like. And that's, uh, that's, you're creating your own humor profile and you get a laugh band, which has an RFID, RFID chip in it. And so as you walk through the museum, you scan your laugh band, which is on your wrist. And we are serving up comedy to you based on what you told us you like. So it's a very personalized experience throughout the museum. How cool is that? That's incredible personalization. <laughs> it really is. It's, it's, it's amazing. Another thing that we have that we love is comedy karaoke, which is you know, very similar to music karaoke. We have a lounge with a stage and tables, and we have a bar there, too. And for those who are of legal age, but you can select some of the greatest comedy routines of all time. And then you get up on the stage and kids can do this part too. And we have a video screen in front of you, just as if you were singing a song with karaoke, but you are delivering, you know, a Jerry Seinfeld comedy routine or Ellen DeGeneres or Jim Gaffigan, etc. And you're, you're kind of learning that it's not as easy as you think, even when you have great material delivery, the art of delivering a joke is something that takes a lot of practice. So people get the opportunity to do that themselves in our comedy karaoke lounge. You're really touching on a very interesting point about how someone has to have skills. They have to be able to deliver a joke. It was occurring to me the other day, I was reading about this museum, and I thought about how somebody like Paul Simon, which I love and have a great respect for songwriters and singers, but we want Paul Simon, anytime we see him in concert, to perform the same material. But a comedian has to constantly be creating new work. And so I don't know if comedians get the respect that they deserve. Well, that really is an interesting point, because you're right. Unlike, I hadn't thought about it like that before, but unlike uh, musicians where you do want to hear their, their greatest work, and I'm a big Paul Simon fan, too. You're right. With with comedians, it's kind of the opposite, right? You you don't want to hear the yeah. jokes you've heard before. So it is a lot of work. Uh, George Carlin is a great example of someone who kept on creating for his entire life. And we have his entire archives, thanks to his daughter, Kelly. We have a, a an, an exhibit devoted to George and where we have scanned all his handwritten notes from about over 20,000 documents, his handwritten jokes, his date planners, etc. And and you as a visitor can log into that area and go to a, a computer monitor and really dig up all of his notes leading to the jokes that he wrote. And George was prolific that way. He really was an artist. And so that that's one good example of how we showcase the artistry involved in stand-up comedy. Very interesting. I'm curious to know about what sparked your interest to work with the National Comedy Center. Did you have any particular love or what's your personal connection to comedy? Yeah, well, great question. Well, I'm, I love pop culture. I've loved comedy from uh, my earliest days where I was living in New Jersey. I would I would take a bus into the city to go see stand-up comedians at the Improv in New York. And then when I lived in L.A. Uh, right after college, it would be going to the comedy store in the Improv in L.A. and really seeing people that 
became huge, whether it was Robin Williams or Jay Leno, uh, David Letterman, all these people were doing the comedy store and the improv back in those days. And, and my other interest that led me to the comedy center is I, I've always been a huge Lucy fan and I came to the Lucy Desi museum, which we also operate here in Jamestown. I came with my family about 12 years ago and loved it because I'm such a Lucy fan. And of course, Lucy always mentioned Jamestown. Lucy Ricardo, the character, always mentioned Jamestown because that was her hometown too. And I love Lucy. So I was always aware of Jamestown from my earliest days watching I Love Lucy. And, you know, we're very proud that this is her hometown. And it was actually Lucille Ball who whose vision it was for the Comedy Center when the Arts Council of Jamestown called her up in 1989 to say, we want to create a museum devoted to you. And we want to create a comedy festival devoted to you. At that time, Lucille said, I am very flattered, but I would really prefer that you create something that celebrates all of comedy. She passed away sadly a few months later and it really took us. I mean, we, we created the Lucy Desi museum about 20, 25 years ago, but it really took us until August of 18 when we opened the National Comedy Center to realize that vision of having a museum devoted to all of comedy, which really was Lucille's vision. I want to encourage all the listeners to check out ComedyCenter.org for more information on this. There's a lot of great pictures. There's some great information. And I'm curious to know, as a result of you being involved with the museum, has there been anybody that you have met that you were in particularly awe of? Great question, too. Well, there certainly are people on our advisory board who I am thrilled that they're part of the Comedy Center and they believe in it strongly. People like Louis Black, who generally joins us for our Lucille Ball Comedy Festival every year in August. Louis is a great supporter, and it was an honor to meet Louis. People like Alan Zweibel, who was an original Saturday Night Live writer, co-created Rosanna, uh, Roseanne Rosanna Dana uh, with uh, Gilda Radner, among many other great sketches, and was very close to Gilda, wrote a book called Bunny Bunny about Gilda. Alan's another advisory board member. It was an honor to meet Alan this past summer as well. So it's people like that that I've, I've been thrilled to meet. We had, uh, for our festival last summer, we had two huge stand-up comedy stars, Sebastian Maniscalco, who did two shows, and John Mulaney, who did two shows. So that was a thrill for us as well. So it's nice when we have comedians visit the center because they are really impressed with what we have here. You know, it's not only just for the layman, it's also for comedy fans and, and, and the comedy community. And we see that when people like Sebastian and John and Lewis Black come and visit. And in addition to just, you know, I like the fact that you all call this a comedy center because sometimes when somebody thinks of a museum, they think of something a little more passive. I want you to tell us about this is a place that has events. It's not just go and tour it and then be done. That's right. I mean, one of the reasons we called it the National Comedy Center uh, well, there are a number of reasons. One is we are reimagining what a museum is like. So this is not a static museum. Uh, 
it is it is just an incredibly entertaining museum for anyone in your entire family. And so a museum sometimes conveys perhaps uh, not as exciting an experience as what we offer. And it's just wonderful <laughs> as you walk through the center to hear people laughing very loudly, which is not something you normally hear at a museum either. But to your point, Paul, one of the other reasons we call it a center is because we do have live performances. We do a, a live comedy show here in Jamestown the fourth Friday of every month. And we also do have the Lucille Ball Comedy Festival, which this year is August 5th through 9th here in Jamestown. Our big evening performances are uh, Jeff Foxworthy on August 7th and Legends of SNL, David Spade, Rob Schneider, and Kevin Nealon on August 8th. And we have that in, in an arena here in Jamestown. And then we have a lot of young rising comedians throughout that weekend as well as we do every year. We about, have about 50 live events through those five days. Some of them are Lucy-themed events events because we get pr- plenty of I Love Lucy fans and Lucille Ball fans, and we do things just for them. But a lot of the events are really just presenting new and rising young stand-up comedy talent. That And we have late-night comedy each night, etc. So we, we really love being a showcase for new stand-up comedians, and that's why a lot of people come and spend, you know, three to five days with us in Jamestown in August every year. Well, Gary, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk about the National Comedy Center. Comedy is so important. And as it says on the website, the gift of laughter, it is a gift. 2020 has been a year already (laughs) where we've had some interesting (laughs) things happen, some tragic things happen. But I always like to leave the guest with the microphone at the end for anyone who's listening in wherever they may be. What would you say to someone who is tuned into us? Well, Paul, I, first of all, thank you for the opportunity to talk to your audience. And I, I agree with you. I I would say that comedy and laughter is, is more important than ever. We hope everyone will come visit us in Jamestown. I promise you, you will, laugh a lot and have a wonderful time and want to come back again and again. It really, as one of our visitors has said recently, the National Comedy Center is truly a national treasure. And I wouldn't be here if I didn't, if I wasn't so proud of what's been created here in Jamestown. And so if you're just an hour away, or even if you're a six hour, eight hour car ride away, or a plane right away. We we hope you'll make the pilgrimage to Jamestown just as people come to Cleveland for the Rock Hall or come to Cooperstown for the Baseball Hall of Fame. It is that good. We promise you that you'll have a, a wonderful time. And as you say, in this year, laughter seems more important than ever. So I thank you for the opportunity. Thank you so much. All right, Gary, until next time. Sounds great. Paul, thank you. Thank you. Have a good one. All right. Yeah.
Goodbye.